0: The nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. Let's talk about the FAA. <laughs> So I think for me, the first thing that comes up is always going to be 9-11 because so much changed when it comes to how we fly, how we travel, how we get checked in, everything about it, right? We have had the opportunity to travel internationally a lot. And I think especially when you're leaving the country or you're in a foreign country and traveling within it, the the standards are incredibly high.
1: Yeah, there's so many rules and regulations that you have to follow now compared to like when we were younger, you could literally you walk through a quick metal detector, make sure you didn't have any guns on you, and that was it. And
0: Yeah, I, I think the something that stands out for me is I remember not too long ago, probably two years ago, I don't remember where we were flying, but um, we went through the whole TSA and everything, and... We were getting ready to board our plane, and it was literally me getting ready to step into the plane, and uh, an officer was there with his canine, and he asked if the dog could smell the inside of my bag, and it, it just so happened that he maybe just got got there, and I was the first person. Like, I wasn't targeted or anything like that, and I was happy to oblige, right? I was happy to see that there was additional security, and then, of course, in the back of your head, too, you have to wonder why.
1: Yeah, you're like, wait, did someone sneak something in my bag? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right? And it it looks like the FAA has decided to prioritize diversity, equity, inclusion by hiring um, hiring initiatives that are going to basically prioritize diversity instead of safety standards.
1: You know, it's a... A dynamic that we're seeing across the board when it comes to hiring based on diversity compared to most qualified. And, and I think you're going to see that as time goes along more and more across the board. It's something that has turned into a societal norm compared to just having the most qualified candidate.
0: I'm not sure what it is, but in the last two months, it, it always happens like this where we're getting ready to travel a lot and I'm starting to see all kinds of strange things happen in the sky or on the tarmac. And there are planes that are like hopping on the tarmac. There are pieces of planes flying off. There's a uh, fire in the sky, planes, emergency landing, like all kinds of things. But I feel like it's happening um, increasingly and I'm not blaming it on this new, um this new standard, but I I think that that should be a tall tale sign of the fact that we need the opposite. There are high standards in place for critical care elements of our life for a reason.
1: You know, it's it's one of those things we regulate the people flying so much more. But you know, if you get onto a plane with more than twelve ounces of shampoo, like they're going to say that you're not allowed. You had to throw it away. But when it comes down to the regulations that are held upon these aircrafts, it's such a minimal standard. It's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. And I'm all for, let's just say that you have somebody who has mental impairment. I have no idea what their standard is or who they're trying to diversify in terms of their hiring structure, but let's just pretend that it's somebody who has mental impairment. I have no problem if there is a low level job. And when I say low level, I'm not talking about pay low level, meaning it's not going to require a lot of critical thinking skills because that individual does not have the mental capacity to be able to perform at that standard. 100%. I'm all for that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I think anyone anyone who wants a job should be able to have the opportunity to, to get it, but you have to find a job that suits that person as well.
0: Yeah, and another thing is, I don't know where they came up with this because... We have traveled enough for me to confidently be able to say that I believe, especially when it comes to these TSA agents, we have very significant standards already in place when it comes to diversity um, and equity, inclusion. Whenever we fly, some of those people need to be reevaluated, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. It's I, it's it's more of a perception thing than actual making legitimate changes to what they're doing. I think it's as, as you go along and you see this diversity happening, like anyone who's capable and has the qualifications to do the job apart from their race, ethnicity, um, religious backgrounds, mental health, whatever it is, as long as they're qualified to do it and can do it in a safe manner, I think anyone should be able to have that opportunity. Mm -hmm.
0: It makes me wonder, too, if a company gets to the point where their hiring structure sucks so bad that this is their last resort.
1: Uh, That makes sense.
0: And I think that the important element here is what you just said. We have to be able to balance diversity with skill. So there are ways to be able to explore and achieve diversity, I think, in the workplace without compromising on compliance and um, just overall competence.
1: Yeah, and I think with... With that is is not promoting someone because they're your brother or sister or cousin friend whatever it may be. It's you go after the most qualified candidate, and and I think that's what we fail at as a whole. Is we we have that nepotism so much instead of just going after someone who's going to do the best job.
0: Yeah, it's indicative of the whole college application process to me. We need X amount of this color, X amount of um, this medical diagnosis. I, you know, it, it should never be that way.
1: No, and I think we're creating more of an inequality when you base your processes off of a diversity or, or that eth- ethnicity um, type of hiring
0: I'm thinking about the implications for law enforcement. I'm thinking about if you were to work in law enforcement in the capacity of um, any airline or the FAA. And I also think that this is going to create a massive headache because I would imagine that the level of investigation, the level of complaints, the level of mishaps is going to be so significant that that dog sniffing my purse is going to happen less frequently when you have these already um, bare boned agencies Having to to deal with stuff like that,
1: yeah, I think it's it's one of those problems that it, for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction, and we just don't know what that reaction is going to be.
0: I think too. I'm I'm considering just how it makes me feel as a passenger, right? And I'm I'm thinking about if I were to see. Okay, I'm thinking about Farmer Boys, the the restaurant Farmer Boys. They are fantastic with their diversity and equity inclusion. However, it had nothing to do with it blowing up in mainstream media. They, at least here locally for us, um, they have always hired people who have mental impairment or physical disabilities and things like that. That is something that I actually find incredibly sweet. It's something I support 100%. But these are people that are making me a salad or an omelet. These aren't people who are potentially jeopardizing my safety
1: yeah it's it's there's there's those balances with everything and and like you said in the beginning it's finding that that position in which someone would fall into that would fit into that that specific slot you know and it's it's kind of it's hard it's hard to wrap our minds around it in a, in a bigger aspect, but are are they going to just create positions for people that are struggling with a mental health issue or, or have some type of disability to where they can plug them into it just to align into that diversity category?
0: I think too, it comes to this place where you have to wonder, okay, if, if and when a mishap does happen, are they even going to make it public knowledge yeah,
1: that's very true.
0: Because they're so keen on making sure that they, they, they fit the agenda with this. And it's, I think it's going to be one of those things where we're going to see, I don't know, I'm thinking about an individual with mental impairment perhaps becoming a flight attendant, let's say. And something happens where they, they have an episode, right? We have friends, we know people, and it just happens. It's just a part of it. But it shouldn't happen when you're up in the sky on an airplane, in a confined area with a bunch of passengers.
1: Yeah, and then you're going to resort to an emergency landing. It's just going to inconvenience everybody. And not only that, it's going to cost the, the company so much money in having to, to do something in that nature.
0: Yeah. So going forward, I think for me, especially because we have a lot of travel upcoming this year, it's going to be important to speak my mind and to say when things are incorrect or when I feel unsafe. And I think that that's something that we all need to do. We've been silenced for so long with this ridiculousness that continues to perpetuate throughout our country and it, it needs to stop. And the way that it stops is for us to be able to speak out against it and to have valid opinions and, you know, really hard facts as to why um, something like this really shouldn't happen. So Everybody stay safe out there. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.